Hello, and welcome to Desk Pop. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. We're your favorite podcast pals. Today we're talking about NFC payments, live action adaptations of movies, and a chili cook-off. This is Desk Pop. Hello, everyone. It is your best friend, Andy, coming at you um, alive, but I could be, I very well could be dead by the time you hear this. I'm with, you could go ahead and you could say stuff too. Hi, I'm I'm Brian. I almost drowned in the rain on the way over here. It's a torrential downpour outside of apocalyptic proportions. Yeah, everyone's phones went beep. I'm just like, oh, the bombs are coming down, but (laughs) it was just a tornado warning. Damn. Yeah. Don't get my hopes up like that. Damn. <laughs> one of my worst fears is... Oh, welcome to Desk Pop. But right. one of my worst fears is that we're going to get a warning saying that we're getting nuked. And I'll be away from home. And then I'll go through the dilemma of, is it worth going home to like <laughs> to my cat? <laughs> should, should my cat be She'll in the be company fine. of someone when the fine. bombs come down? Where do I? Where do you go? Well, I'm not gonna drive to my parents' house. If the canon of uh, well, cats versus dogs me. holds true, then I think cats will be fine. What? <laughs> what do you mean the canon? Can they survive nuclear <laughs> fallout? No, no. You have you? Do you remember that movie? I remember the movie. They but... were like secret agents and stuff. Yeah, but dogs are also secret agents in yeah. the movie. But the cats were like the the evil ones that could do stuff i don't know they're probably responsible for the bombs is what i'm trying to say okay so they'll be definitely prepared with fallout shelters or escape routes or what you know whatever okay well i guess you're right i won't worry about my cat fuck your cat (laughs) motherfucker i hate i hate your cat i hope your cat fries (laughs) do you have any uh animal companions brian uh no none that are mine i've got family pets and such but none that are like ah that's my my animal that i own so no nothing is more gratifying than owning another living creature brian (laughs) yeah just knowing that (laughs) you paid money and you are now in ownership of a uh a sentient or uh an animal such as a uh, a cat or my sister bought a goat That's a couple nice. days ago and i do understand the uh the broad implications of what i'm saying however i trust that the audience is understanding enough to realize that i am not referring to slavery <laughs> um no just animal slavery yeah yeah so we'll we'll i'm just taking a leap of faith here and we'll we'll see <laughs> We'll see how that plays out. No, my my brother and his wife, uh, since they bought a house this past year, have been filling it with animals. They have they had a cat before they moved in, I believe. They've now acquired a litter of kittens that they've since gotten rid of some of them, but decided to keep one. They have started fostering a dog, um, and they also have a pet hedgehog. Oh, so uh, every day I go over there, there's another animal. So. My sister and her fiance have this dynamic of she's the animal lover, but he's a hardcore hunter. Whoa, and they're getting married. Whoa. Um, Does he hunt their animals? 
he always makes jokes about he has like a bunch of deer heads <laughs> mounted all over the walls and oh. he's like always every time there's a critter a critter outside the house he grabs his gun goes out there Jeez. gotta go kill it <laughs> um and they have this kooky dynamic of abby's like oh i always my, that's my sister's name oh i want to get a new animal and he's like you better not i i don't want any more animals in this house and then she always gets another animal ah, that's so like the, yeah that's the that's the <laughs> dynamic and it's gotten to the point where they have three dogs oh. two chickens uh a goat and a hairless cat so she has almost a fourth of a farm e-i-e-i-o <laughs> yeah e-i-e-i-o motherfucker and on that farm and i'm just gonna describe the animal she has again <laughs> no um yeah so she has a fucking village of animals she's she needs to build an ark ah that'd be a nice put all the animals on yeah nice thing to just do. send them off yeah especially since the it's ocean. flooding right now now is the opportune time yeah, it always occurs to me anytime I hear winds going and it gets really loud. Yeah. Um, and we have tornado warnings. And I mean, tornadoes very well, like they go down the, the my main street a lot. And I always think, is it going to hit my house today? Is it? Is this going to be it? It's today the day. Just loud I... noises in general. Yeah. Alarms on my phone, um, the test sirens on like every Sunday in my town. They go whoop. I'm like, Oh, here it comes. This is it. <laughs> so on here my way go. over here, I needed gas, and I haven't received my de- replacement debit card in the mail yet. So I was faced with the dilemma of, do I park my car at the gas station and then walk over to like where the the intro- like the cashier is, which is like you know not covered in that point. So I'm like, do I do that, or and this is what I did do. Do I spend 20 minutes sitting in my car, downloading Chase Pay, and trying to get it to work so that way I could use a cardless payment at the pump? And I will say I did it. It felt great. Uh, That contributes to 20 minutes of why I was late. Yeah, I felt really (laughs) bad when I I told you, oh, can we move it to 1230? And you were like, oh, it's fine. Or Well, first you said sure, and then the period at the end was like, oh, did I? do that Ooh, i, I think, was like i think, I think there was I, a period at i the just end. got out of the shower so i was, I was like, like oh sure Ooh, like sure like, <laughs> i was either dismissive upset and i was like oh no. thanks i appreciate it like this is probably i was like watch you were <laughs> you were going to be here at exactly 11 I, today i really was like i was and so i felt I had bad packed everything and i was ready to go and then it's probably good because i had forgotten well i guess no i probably would have remembered to get it at that moment but then like Two hours later, I was like, or an hour later, wh- whenever, I was like, okay, time to go. And I just grabbed a couple things, but I didn't grab everything. <laughs> I just pictured you like Dora the Explorer, like, <laughs> time to go. I got my time, backpack. and Time to go. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to see if I did send you a period. There's no period. Oh, okay. I okay, just, sure. I just read it as, okay, sure. As in you were wow. upset. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Okay, sure. <laughs> Inconsiderate asshole. Well, my next text after your your sorry for the last minute change text, I said, "Haha, no worries. I'll yeah, see you at twelve thirty. That 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 alleviated the pain. Okay, uh, that's why I said sorry about that. Yeah, it was more of oh, you said okay, sure. <laughs> oh, what no. if I was like, 
no i'm no coming response over <laughs> like i was like nope we have a scheduled thing i'll be there <laughs> yeah i could there are certain i'll wait people, in my car until you <laughs> there are certain people ready. that i know who would do that oh gross mm, yeah that's yeah. gross yeah i can yeah you just need to phrase it in a way that's not asking just be like hey i'm not gonna be ready by by this time can you come or hey i'll be ready at this time i'm sorry for the inconvenience and it's like not a question and it's not like that's a good power move right there hey can you come over it because what what if i was like no i actually have to come over right now i'd be like oh (laughs) tough I'd be really tough. You'd be tough. Tough on crime. I'd be really tough. I'd be like Nancy Drew. Nancy the Drew. Best the best crime toughest. fighter. <laughs> the crime fighter. I love you that. You know, so Nancy much. Drew goes out and fights crime. <laughs> hey, could you tell me your favorite uh sta- favorite story about a white girl who fights crime? Oh, uh Nancy Drew? Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. You know, Nancy Drew going out there and fighting crime. Not only does she solve them, she fights it. She's going to clean these streets. Nancy Drew is going to eradicate all crime in your neighborhood. Now, you listen here. Nancy Drew has some demons, and she's working She's working through them. The only way she can absolve them ass. is by, you know, destroying criminals. Now, she'll solve... She'll... She doesn't have any weapons, just her fists, which she... are weapons. She solves mysteries and creates some mysteries along the way. <laughs> People, there's detectives trying to solve all of these uh, yeah. murders yeah. that she <laughs> committed. Nancy solving Drew mysteries. and the string of murders. Yeah, there needs to be a new underdog, someone who, like a Commissioner Gordon, who works Anti-hero. with, who works with Nancy Drew. <laughs> They put up the signal, and Nancy Drew meets the commissioner on the rooftop. Uh, and then and the commissioner looks away, and then Nancy Drew's gone into the shadows. And they know she's a murderer. And they just won't stop because she's so good. She's so good at what she does. How do you stop her? You need People need to wake the fuck up. Wake Nancy Drew kills up. people. Stop, Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew kills people. But also, right? Nancy Drew for president, 2020. Or when is she'll kill everyone who runs against her she will she'll stop crime and she'll stop her opponents too you want to you want to know uh about the uh russian interference in the election nancy drew is the uh, oh. nancy drew will figure it out she already knows she's just waiting for someone to ask her she's waiting in the shadows <laughs> she's a fucking <laughs> fifth grader <laughs> Yeah, does she ever get older? As soon as she get no, she's immortal. She's, she's ageless. Immortal. She she never ages. She was oh, bitten by a vampire at yeah. when she was in fifth grade, and so yeah. she never ages. Man, Nancy Drew. Uh, I believe it's the formal name of it is Ash Ketchum syndrome. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Forever a ten year old. Forever young. Nancy Drew is forever young. <laughs> She doesn't want to live forever, though. She's just waiting for someone who's, like, strong enough to kill her. She's cursed, yeah. Because, like, only those who are pure of heart could kill Nancy Drew. Yeah, which, in our day in society, there's not many. One person will rise up. Yes. To slay Nancy Drew. (laughs) There's someone who's been training their whole life. (laughs) 
to kill Nancy Drew. Man. I'm excited to see that in theaters. Same. <laughs> it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. I uh, I remember watching the original Nancy Drew movie, the live action one. Have you seen it? Emma Roberts' so. Nancy Drew? I didn't see it all the way through because it totally lost my interest, but I did see parts of it. I was, I don't remember how old I was when that movie came out. We could probably, we could probably figure it out. It doesn't matter. I was, I was, I was a youngin when that movie came out, and by golly, did I think that Nancy Drew in that movie was fucking hot. Oh. I was. I remember being a child watching that, and my grandpa had like maybe four or five DVDs, and that was one of them. (laughs) And every time I was over there, I was like, I want to watch Nancy Drew. (laughs) He's yelling at you from the other room, like, "Stop jerking off!" (laughs) Just, I want, I want to watch Nancy Drew. Stop jerking off! I'll watch Nancy Drew. We're watching that movie. (laughs) So we would watch. What are you it. a queer? <laughs> Why do you want to watch this shit? <laughs> this Nancy shit. Just really want to watch Nancy Drew work, Grandpa. It's, like, it's okay. I find her hot too, but yeah, you brought those fucking lemon squares. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was an experience for me. Every time I think of Nancy Drew, I think about that. You think of your grandpa. All the weird. And how hot Nancy Drew is. Yeah, it's yeah. like I go to my grandpa's house and we would we would watch Nancy Drew and I would have all sorts of of uh, of of thoughts about that movie. Thoughts. Yeah. Welcome to Desk Pop. <laughs> Talking about your favorite Nancy Drew podcast. What is your <laughs> favorite Nancy Drew moment? Leave a comment down below, and you can win your very own fountain. Comment or fan theory. We'll accept those as well. Yes. Do you think Nancy Drew would ever get glasses? Or do you think she would just Only... correct her vision? No, no, no. Herself? Only if it was integral to the mission. So, like, like say, the, say the mission. Well, not even a disguise. I mean, possibly. But I'm thinking more in terms of, like, she's infiltrating the optometrist. And she's got to go undercover. And so she gets fake eyes. She gets an eye surgery. She has an eye surgery person. No, she does the surgery on her own eyes. She does surgery on her own own eyes. Just so that way she has, you know, unperfect vision and then she, or imperfect vision. And then she goes in for the eye exam. And when they're least expecting it, when they're leaned in, they're like one or two. She goes two, three. Or four. She goes straight for the neck. Ugh. Gotcha. And as she watches the life drain <laughs> from the automatrist eye, she says, I will absolve you of your sins if you give me she says. the pass key to the locker. <laughs> he says, I don't know anything about that. This is my first day. And then he dies, and then she walks away. She goes, away. and then as soon as he says that, she goes, yeah, I guess it was your last day, too. And then she walks away. <laughs> she doesn't stop walking, either. She never, She doesn't even look back. She doesn't know how to drive. That's the thing. She just walks everywhere. <laughs> no, her mom's pulled out the front, waiting for her to walk out so she can get the car driver to her, driver to her uh, band recital. Yeah. She's still a kid. She's less. Yeah, she has responsibilities. (laughs) She has a science fair that she has to worry about. (laughs) 
She has to pretend uh, to be stupid so that yeah. people don't realize that she's Nancy Drew. Because yeah, when she pulls her hair back, she's Nancy Drew. But when she lets it down, you know, she's she's Nancy Drew. No one cares. Right. Stupid Nancy Drew. Yeah. We only care about Nancy Drew. Yeah, but people want to know, like, Nancy Drew, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know the James Bond movies? Like, every movie he sleeps with a different woman. Nancy Drew Just sleeps every... with a different woman every every yeah every nancy drew movie she sleeps she's like in another country and she's undercover and she meets someone and they fall in love and then they get always they always die right is that the james bond thing the love interest like i don't think they always die i might be stupid and wrong but i think they always like i don't know i feel like maybe maybe in the last couple movies they didn't i'm Mm -hmm. not a huge james bond person i'm not either i feel like it's a trope that because he, he definitely sleeps with a different person in each movie, and I'm sure. pretty sure that maybe 80% of the time, whoever he sleeps with w- dies. Hmm. That's just a thing that happens. Well, we all die. Yeah, but they die relatively Except quickly in relation Drew. to sleeping with James Bond. Sure. Like If you made a chart of how many days they lasted after they slept with James Bond, they all just take a, a, a downward spike. Uh-oh. maybe two or three days after sleeping with them it's almost it's almost like a disease it, yeah. and it affects their karma yeah it makes them more likely to get shot for some reason i get that or like they die in a very outrageous like oh i'm gonna drop you in a tank with a killer octopus yeah it's a dangerous man it's a dangerous man to get tangled up with just like nancy drew i mean octopus octopi are very dangerous things to get tangled up with they are that's an interesting way to die not a lot of people get to die that way. Killed by the hands of Nancy Drew? <laughs> or killed by the, <laughs> the tentacles of an octopus? I'm talking about just an octopus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, if you want to be really be an optimist about it as you're going down, is sure. just imagine you're experiencing something that not not a lot of people get to experience that. Yeah. I wonder you're how getting, much you have to pay to get euthanized by an octopus. You're getting torn apart by a really... Do like, they tear the, you apart? I don't know. I've I've never seen someone die from an octopus before. Oh. I it's just so strange. How yeah. would they? I feel like they would tear someone apart or like squeeze them until their head pops off or something. I don't know. I see squeezing and like asphyxiation. I I feel like that's more the thing. If you don't drown first, yeah. Yeah. What do octopi eat? They everything. Uh, I was having a conversation with Dana about it's weird how Venus flytraps are carnivorous because they eat bugs. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when, oh, I'm a carnivore, but if they exclusively eat insects, they're still considered a carnivore. Yeah. Like I always hear carnivore and I think like, oh, I eat other animals. I eat people like me. Sure. I fry up some ribs and eat them, but I don't think bugs like Timon and Pumbaa are carnivores. Isn't that weird? I would almost bet that there is a separate, I don't know, because, yeah, when you when you think of it that way. Like, if someone only uh, eats ants, they're a carnivore? Yeah, that's very interesting, because I wouldn't think that of, like, mammals or, like, other, you know, other creatures. I think that's more of a buzzword for Venus flytraps, like, to make people think they're much cooler than they are like wow this this thing eats stuff this thing eats it's a carnivore i mean i feel like it doesn't need that it's a it's a plant that eats things eats everything it's weird yeah i think it's just more so of like i guess how do you categorize it it's an insectivore 
I don't know. Should it? I think there should be another term. There should be herbivore, carnivore, and then I eat bugs. I eat bugs. Exclusively. I bet it's insectivore. Are you looking it up? I am. Nice. You're about to yeah, settle it. Yeah, it is insectivore. Really? Mm-hmm. An insectivore is a carnivorous plant or animal. Well, that's interesting. That An insectivore insects. is carnivorous? An alternative term is entomophage, which also refers to the human practice of eating insects. The first insectivorous vertebrates were amphibians. Okay. So your frog, that's carnivorous. Nice. Yeah. I don't have a frog. Oh, you were you were talking to the audience. I was. They oh, all have pet frogs. We're talking to you about hey. your pet frog. Hey, I know you got a fucking pet frog. Froggy! <laughs> Big the cat or Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. Yeah. Gotta find Froggy. <laughs> Man. Uh, what were we talking about? Frogs. Oh, frogs. Insectivores. No, James Bond. Nancy we were talking Drew. about James Bond. <laughs> so, I heard that you had some inside scoop about the Sonic trailer. Oh, yeah. Would you like to share those juicy details with me? Because I've heard nothing. Uh, my lips are sealed. We're talking oh, about something man. else. Fuck. I'm just kidding. So... <laughs> So they, I forgot which, if it, it wasn't Comic-Con. There was some uh, film festival or something where they showed a lot of footage from various movies that are releasing, and one of them was the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And people walking out of it were not happy, Brian. I can't imagine why. So apparently uh, the, or here, you go ahead and, and start talking about something here, and I'm going to look up a shot for shot, like, description okay. of of what they show off because sure, i don't sure. i don't want to butcher this i so what i'd like to talk about is the fact that sonic the hedgehog is wearing nike shoes and why i think that's a poor choice i think sure you okay. can do product placements oh well, okay that was quick now you shut the fuck up brian <laughs> all right two trailers were shown the first player or first trailer showed sonic zooming around a desert really quickly and then tranquilized by James Marsden's cop. Sonic is here to save this world from Robotnik's Transformer-like robots with the song Gangster's Paradise playing in the background. Great. The second trailer shows Jim Carrey playing Dr. Ivo Robotnik with a big black mustache while the song Everybody Dance Now plays in the background. His acting seems to be very good and will stand out in the movie. Sonic does match his appearance in previous leaks. He will be around... Four foot tall with muscular legs and fur similar to Detective Pikachu. Which I hate that too. Fuck. I'm upset that I didn't find a better... I don't like this trend of this sort of like fake realistic thing. I don't like that. Mm, Yeah, hang on. (laughs) You can go ahead and... I think, yeah, I think Jim Carrey will be a good Eggman. I think... That doesn't surprise me. His acting will be good. But Sonic, I just am overall not pleased with the way he looks. I don't like the way they did his eyes. I don't like the way they did his nose. I I don't think he needs to look somewhere in between a real hedgehog and Sonic. He just needs to look like Sonic. Okay, I got got a better description. We see Sonic's 
we see Sonic's POV as he races down the road and through the woods. We hear him say, gotta go fast, as Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise plays. God. Tom finally catches Sonic as the latter is hiding inside a shed. Sonic just says, uh, meow? See, Sonic is trying to oh. insinuate that he's just a cat. Oh, wow. But we know funny. better. We see so Tom funny. driving with Sonic in the passenger seat of Tom's vehicle as Sonic ex- explains that he's here to save our planet. Yeah. There are shots of futuristic, presumably alien, ships in the sky, and then Sonic confronting other hovering weapons while making a Fitbit wisecrack. Yeah, there's like a, a dumb joke in there apparently where he's like, Oh, I'd taken 8,000 steps today. God. Tom and his wife have to smuggle Sonic into an office building, hiding him in Tom's gym bag. Wow, the high drinks they get into. But Sonic won't stop talking, complaining that the bag smells like right guard deodorant and an old ham sandwich. The movement inside the bag and Sonic's chatter get the attention of two bystanders. That's good. They think that they've stuffed their child inside the bag. Tom advises them that it's not their child, but there is a child in it. (laughs) That's pretty good. The footage ends with one quick shot of Jim Carrey as Robotnik. He looks like Jim Carrey with a big waxed handlebar mustache. He's not bald and is dressed in all black. Oh. Then. Why? After the footage ends, Jim Carrey comes out and says, oh, there was enough Eggman in there. And then they show a second trailer. Yeah. Uh, so there's another piece of footage uh, positioning it as a Robotnik movie right down to the title logo. The footage begins at the Pentagon where the military are discussing an energy surge that knocked out power at the Pacific Northwest. Despite their reservations, the military brings in Dr. Robotnik to help them with the matter. He arrives in a high-tech chopper flanked with a suck-up assistant. Robotnik quickly puts a uniformed major in his place, and then we see Robotnik greeting Tom at his home. And then apparently you see him uh, in a full like Eggman cosplay at well, the end. That's at least good. I like that they're keeping. I want to keep the outfits and stuff. Like I don't want it to be. I guess the problem I have with a lot of these like live action quote remakes is it's always someone's stylized interpretation of what it should be rather than like an actual like trying to translate something into what it might look like in real life it's always someone's like wild vision of it rather than like oh we're trying to stay really true to what it is and just translate it over and it's like ah we're gonna change his character design before we translate him into because, like, if you drew this Sonic and put him next to the the original Sonic, I guess, like, it, it looks very different, you know, or I don't know. I think there's a weird, I think filmmakers have this really messed up mentality yeah. of, con, like, the concept of con, on context. Yeah. Because in the if you play the first Sonic game, it's, there's this place called Green Hill Zone, and there's a hedgehog named Sonic. And he is rebelling against a crazy scientist who is putting animals in containers for energy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We don't need to know yeah. uh, where Sonic came from yeah. or anything like that or how Eggman got 
became a scientist that that is the scene it starts there yeah and then you watch it play out whereas the movie the filmmakers have this weird obsession with like well how did eggman become eggman right let's see eggman before he was crazy what's his tragic backstory that we need to capitalize on yeah and how is he misunderstood how does sonic have his coming of age and i think that's the downfall of a lot of video game movies yeah i really like movies that embrace just kind i like quentin tarantino's movies because they start off in the middle of the story Mm -hmm. and then they treat you like an adult you piece together the context yourself and then sometimes it loops back and explains some things, but right. overall, there's no like, oh, bet you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. Um, and I think most video game movies, there's this obsession with just we got to explain everything. Yeah. And it doesn't. Sonic doesn't need to be explained. No. I don't. Why can't he <laughs> just no, show up? Yeah. There's no. Like I don't even remember in the the cartoon TV show, there being any reason that he was even there. Like. And there might have been, but I, that's the thing is it wasn't important. I don't remember it. Well, they explain it in the first episode. He's fighting Eggman. He uses a special cannon, and they accidentally like oh. send him to another universe. And then that's oh. it. That would be great. It's that not, would be great That itself movie. wasn't a full movie. It was a 10-second. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Um, look at Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. It's, uh, so- there's that full-size talking hedgehog that runs really fast. And all the human characters are just like, yeah, this is just, you're Sonic. Yeah. Duh. Um, yeah. There's no, whoa, what? What's going on? Where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. It, this feels to me, and I don't know why they don't see this as a bad thing, but this has the hallmarks to me of, like, the Alvin and the Chipmunks live action or something. I feel it's going to be that way, too. what it's like. Or the Smurfs. The Smurfs as well. It's, uh, this I, and... I'll, I'll be 100% honest, I never saw both of those movies because I was not interested, because I, it just didn't captivate me, and also I didn't like the way they portrayed the the characters. It just wasn't interesting. I like that. I feel like it's... Oh, it's it's basically going to be... I, I forgot his name. John Marsden. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that actor. Oh, and Sonic's also here. He's playing off of a right. CGI character. Right. It's not um, a Sonic movie. It's Sonic's in a movie. Yes. And the the perspective of the audience is going to be related more towards a human character. It's we, like Transformers. We need every man. Yeah. So that, oh, you can put yourself in this person's shoes. Wouldn't it be crazy if you were in this situation? How would you react? Oh. Yeah. It's like would, the Transformers movies. He's so movies. wacky. Sonic. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It, nothing's more annoying when they create just... Uh, it's just a regular human interacting with characters that yeah. we know, but we're seeing some fucking stranger. Yes. I paid for a Sonic movie. Who's this cop guy? Yeah. Oh, my favorite Sonic character. Yes. Cop I, guy. I also feel like Detective Pikachu, I think, has some redeeming qualities in the fact that it seems to have more of a purpose, but I don't. I still don't like that. I don't like that it has to have that human... I can have a show with human actors and things like that but i don't feel like something such as this needs that well what i like about detective pikachu is detective pikachu is like a pre-existing game and they seem to be adapting that um in their own way but if you just disregard that game pokemon is a universe where sure it's a it's more of a a concept or a universe Mm -hmm. as opposed to a set story Sonic the hedgehog you expect the movie to be about sonic but a pokemon movie 
there's so many directions you could, it could be about a trainer it could right. be about a gym leader it could be so just seeing some random guy teaming up with a pikachu to go do stuff that's fine for me like i feel like no matter what they do they're staying loyal to pokemon right and i like as... that's the thing too is i feel like it, it has more redeeming qualities in that aspect but i also feel like still a pokemon movie i could watch with that like you know um the short that played before pokemon the first movie pikachu's vacation or whatever yeah like i love that i would love to see that as a movie you know and i don't need to see it live action because i don't have any desire to see things live action i don't know i guess everyone else does but i like seeing things it it's such a huge gamble because if you change the style of something either it's gonna look really awesome and new or nine times out of ten it's going to be god awful I've just never had the thought, man, I would love to see this in live action. Not once in my entire life have I ever felt that way. I'm like, I enjoy this and this medium, and I think it's a fine story, and that's great. I don't need to see it again in quote-unquote real life. Like, I I don't have that thought very often. Sometimes I'll see they're making a live action version of something. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Uh um one movie that i do i really want a live action version of nightmare before christmas interesting and i guess calling it live action is kind of false because it would be one of those like cgi everyone's motion capture Mm -hmm. but imagine the ways that they could stylize jack skellington in a way that you mean johnny depp yeah (laughs) i think that would just look really neat (laughs) and like the i was i was talking about this the other day just imagine like uh boogie oogie boogie Mm -hmm. in live action just a potato sack thing with maggots crawling inside of them live that's the stuff of nightmares yeah that would be really scary i'd love to see that and like stylized i'd want them to do that and did we have this conversation before i think you've told me about this before but never like in this setting this is like one of my one of my default rants that i go into whenever i'm drinking i want i talk about fixing the shrek movies hey i want a live action uh and the nightmare before christmas Christmas. yeah i go into i go into the logistics of that and then i talk about saving the shrek (laughs) franchise Um, it doesn't need to be saved it's doing fine it (laughs) don't even get me started um but i'd rather get a live action adaptation of nightmare before christmas than them making a sequel because if they make a live action remake worst case scenario we get a shitty movie that we could easily set aside and disregard but if we get a shitty sequel then it's forever in the canon of like this happened all right we can't watch the first one anymore without like it's it's not a uh it's it's ruined it's ruined (laughs) i can't disregard a sequel but i can disregard a a remake they did that with the female ghostbusters they were like oh sorry (laughs) make ghostbusters 3 um Mm. So I feel like, yeah, yeah, and if in the best case scenario we get a really cool live action or you know CGI remake, hmm, I guess so. I just, I've never, I've never appreciated a live action remake either. I've never wanted one. I've never seen one and been like, man, this is everything I wanted. This is so cool. This is like Sonic sitting next to me in the seat. Like, wow, it, you know what I mean? It just never. I don't ever see a reason for doing it other than to make money on an ip and do it in a slightly different way i agree i don't think there's any live action adaptations of anything that i'm very obsessed with but i do think that 
I think that it's the same reason why I like Into the Spider-Verse, where mm-hmm. every Spider-Man movie up until that point had been live action, and now we're seeing a an animated movie. It's just seeing it in a different view, and that's one of the rare instances where, oh, putting it in this different style makes it look really cool. Going think... from going from live action to animated, I have very different feelings because I feel like that movie was very successful and it did a lot of things that you wouldn't be able to do in live action. Yeah, um, just in terms of like you know, I don't know stunts and stuff. I don't you know, and I feel like that's that's why I'm like I would prefer to see something animated because I prefer to see like you know silly uh, stuff happen that wouldn't a normal actor wouldn't be able to do because they can't stretch their face super far so you know what i mean like that's what i want to see i just think that it things can be stylized in a unique way if it was live action i'm not saying all movies should be live action i'm just saying that i i won't hold it against it that it's live action oh i do it looks detective pikachu it i have very high expectations i think this movie's gonna be really good and it might just make every shitty live action movie I've seen up until this point worth it. I hope so. Cause I've yet to see a live action movie that I was like, yeah, you know, this movie needs to exist. Yeah. Disney live action movies are like, they're okay, but none of them need to exist except for maybe Tim Burton's awesome Wonderland. I really like that movie. The sequel is horrible. Yeah. So yesterday, at our job, we had a chili cook-off that you and I were covering photos and videos for. How do you feel that went? It was really hot. It was hot. It was fucking scorching. Uh, I so I was I was burning alive, um, and I just loved that moment with the banner, Brian. Go ahead and let's so, talk about this. It was like I I've been calling it an office moment. Yeah, it's like the the TV show The Office. So Brian is okay. So Brian is driving a golf cart with the UHCL mascot in the back. Yes, and it's his job to drive down this little road and through. They're going to bust through a banner revealing our mascot for his sixth birthday party. It was a at sixth this, birthday. Yes, at this chili cook-off thing, and it was my job to wait at the banner and film them busting through the banner. So I'm with the uh, the team who's holding this banner getting ready, and they have it scrunched up because they don't have it stretched out yet. And they're having a conversation, and there seems to be some sort of drama going on. And one of their supervisors walks over to them and goes, what's going on? What, 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 you guys seem stressed. What's, what's up? And they t- they're talking about how there's a light tear on the top of the banner. And note that this is a very windy day. Yeah. And the supervisor's like, oh, so we can't use the banner because it's torn. And they're like, no, it's not a big tear. It's just a tiny tear on the top. It'll be fine. And they stretch out the banner to show uh, the supervisor the tear. And when they stretch out the banner, a huge gust of wind hits said banner and tears it clean in half. (laughs) So now we're all sitting there looking at each other like okay what do we do now so i heard that and i'm not incriminating anyone but i heard that someone kate uh our friend in the office had you know cut little incisions through the banner so that way it'd be easier to tear it they weren't uh 
they were just tiny little notches in it yeah. in the middle. Someone had put their hand through it and said, oh, it'll be easier to tear if I put my hand through it and tear it a little bit. And that is what caused this uh, bigger problem. I didn't hear anything about yeah. that. I was just there when the banner tore. Yes. And that was fucking priceless. Yes. Like, just watching everyone just go from this... It wasn't devastation. It was just this grim look of no hope. God's dead. This look yeah. of just defeat. And it moments like that fuel me. Well, so before we had... Before I had gotten into place and gotten into this golf cart and gotten ready to drive out, um, she had told the people that were holding the banner, okay, you've got to hold it really tight. Like, it has to tear when, when I drive through it. And then she said, just to make sure, make sure you're holding it the right way. Make sure, like, you know, all the, the qualifications, like, make sure, like, people can see it. All these things. And so... I think it was undeniable that something was going to happen, like some sort of mishap, you know what I mean? Um, But this was the most unfortunate that it could have been, probably. Uh, It's fucking hilarious. Uh, Just the comedic timing of the universe is just... Yeah. Because it was just, oh, no, it's like just a tiny tear. It's not that big of a deal. Stretches it out. One, two, Uh, three. Gust of wind. Tears it in half. Yeah. silence falls upon the entire group of people as everyone looks at each other as in like they're waiting for someone to say no that didn't happen the banner's fine yeah and that was ugh, it was so good i just walked away <laughs> everyone was trying to figure that out and i just walked over to i was like all right well i'll just go ahead and walk over to where the golf cart will end up and yeah. film that and not worry about this banner business and i proceeded i was told a, a minute before we drove out that there was going to be a change of plans in the route. And I told them, I don't think I'm confident enough to know like where you're trying to to just verbally tell me where to go. I think I'm going to have to go like the place like we mapped out earlier and I walked through and like, like that's the only thing I feel comfortable doing. Cause I'm like, I don't know where else I'm going to be going. So I did the normal route. Um, and, and I then did doing it. that. I missed filming it. You missed filming it. I also went, fairly slow because i thought the intention yeah. was that it was oh. like sort of a parade moment where the mascot was supposed to be waving to the crowd mm-hmm. so in this time that i'm taking to slowly drive to where we need to be i have never seen a crowd look we're more, all just like like unenthused <laughs> everyone's like, oh. just really annoyed just yeah. waiting on because the whole there's supposed to be a bit where the president of the university is supposed to say oh like we have a lot of people out here today. Like, you guys are great. Thanks for coming out, blah, blah, blah. Um, just kind of setting the scene and then saying, oh, it, well, it's also Hunter's sixth birthday. Where is he anyway? Like, yeah. And then that's when Hunter's supposed to – or Hunter the Hawk, the, our mascot, is supposed to show up <laughs> in the golf cart. And then Hunter hop, hops out, and then there's, like, banter, and then he gets this cake, and everybody's happy. Well, it came out – it came out – in a different way than maybe intended because it came out as like, where's Hunter? Like he should be here. <laughs> the mascot should be here. And so everyone's like, Oh, is that they... bird so fucking late? Yeah, like where where's the bird? And then here comes Brian driving like a mile hour a mile and an hour in this 
like really slow cart with Hunter who just kind of <laughs> waltzes out like, oh, sorry, slept in, guys. <laughs> it is just everyone's just staring, waiting for the moment to be over so everyone could leave. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was, I loved it. And then the DJ playing the happy birthday song. Yeah. I didn't hear any of this because I was too busy driving. Like, I couldn't hear because I was near the generators. Oh, when Hunter was on the stage? I couldn't hear, like, anything. Yeah. Oh, okay, so. And then I, I drove the cart back around and, like, to the side of the building. Oh, yeah. okay, so Hunter gets onto the stage, and they're like, oh, it's Hunter's birthday, and then they hand Hunter a cake, and everyone's taking pictures and stuff, and then they try to start singing happy birthday for Hunter, and the DJ interrupts them from like singing by playing like this really shitty happy birthday song and it goes happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday so everyone's saying like happy birthday to hunter and then that's going on so everyone stops singing because they're like oh what is this and then the song keeps going after it goes happy birthday to you how old are you now how old are you now how old are you now and it and then there was another verse after that and we're all looking at the dj like what's going on and then, like, the DJ, like, slowly fades it out, like, halfway through the third verse in a song Jeez. that I didn't know had three verses. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset you missed that. That was great. I filmed mm. it. I filmed the. <laughs> well, that's good. I'll be able to watch it later. Yeah, it was. That was great, though. Everyone stopped singing after the deviation from the lyrics, so yeah. it was just. Well, because no one knows that version. Yeah, we're just, like, sitting there staring at each other. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's fun. That's a fun thing that happened. All the chili was good, though. Not all the chili. I would say three of the things I tried I liked. I tried three Three of the chilies. I tried the... I tried Game of Thrones chili. Yes. I really liked that one. Uh, There was a Spongebob-themed chili, and it was called Chum from Mm -hmm. the Chum Bucket, and I I was disgusted when they called it Chum, but it tasted really good. I liked it. (laughs) And then I had Campus Rex chili which it by the third bite i liked but the first two bites it was just so smoky that it was just ugh. but the third bite was like okay i'm feeling this now i like this this I is like, good did you try the vegetarian chili uh, those are the only three chilies i tried i didn't oh. try any vegetarian oh, okay so you did pretty you tried some pretty good ones there were some pretty bad ones i'm not a fan of um you know vegetarians could live their lives yeah but I'm not going to try vegetarian meat products. I don't. Uh, I, I don't think it was vegetarian meat. It was just like chili, but like without any meat. Yeah, it so was like, like beans. Why and even like make chili? And, Is I mean, that even good. chili? It was good with no meat. I think so. I feel like it's just soup. I don't with know. No meat. It was pretty soupy. I mean, soup has meat, but it tasted like something I would get from like Panera Bread. So I was like, this is fine. I mean, that's nice. I, I think guess. I burned my tongue on it. My tongue is still burned from that. Sometimes I'll eat, like, entire bags of sour... Like, I'll eat sour candy until, like, my tongue is just bleeding and all the skin comes off. And it's just raw. It's that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Woman. Child. 
So what have you been up to this week? Besides Chili Cook-Off, besides any of the other things we talked about, what do you what have you been up to? Um, I haven't really been up to much. I have a lot of free time now since I, uh, I, we finished our show. Mm-hmm. I'm back into Legos. I'm obsessed with collecting Legos. That's good. Them. Uh, and I recently bought the Bastion Overwatch Lego set. And so I'm now two sets away from having a complete Overwatch or Lego Overwatch collection. Mm-hmm. I need the Mercy and Winston Rocket launch Lego set and the Hanzo versus versus Genji Lego set. And I will have them all. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. I'm also bleaching my hair. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Tell me how it goes. Yeah, I will. You're bre- you're 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 breaching, you're bleaching my hair. I am yes. Yeah, so my hair will be uh, really, 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 really light blonde, which it, there is a difference between that and white. So there is. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm told that it that it hurts. It does. I'm also told getting a tattoo hurts, and I endure pain every day just by being alive. So it's a different kind of pain. Um, you will notice it, and. Hopefully you're able to handle going all the way fully, fully light blonde. Um, it's I'm, an experience like no other. I'm looking forward to this pain. Okay. Just, just so I know, like, I I need to know what it feels like, Brian. Yeah. I need to know. You but need to know. What 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 have you been up to? Not too much. I've had a lot of events this week and. A lot of just, I, I feel like I thought my work would lighten after our show ended, but I increased feel like I can't stay above water. Like, I feel like I'm like, just like treading water and it's like, ah, um, so hopefully sometime soon I feel the weight alleviate from my, my workload, but I won't be able to estimate a time frame on that. Because every time I do, it's wrong. At one of at one point, um, we'll have to on our desktop social media. You can share your portfolio website you've been working on. Oh sure, that would be. People could check you check check you out. Well, your work. don't check me out. Yeah, I don't want to be objectified. Well, you can't because you don't have a picture of yourself on your homepage. That's true. That's totally unnecessary and doesn't need to be on your website. No, it does not. Don't put a homepage on your portfolio website. Or your social media, unless it's, like, your portfolio in a social media form. Yeah. So that's been that's been portfolio advice with Andy and Brian. <laughs> yeah, so that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I'm Andy. And I am Brian. And that was Desk Pop. I hope, I hope you liked it. I don't care if you liked it or not. I don't care about anything. It's going into your ears, no matter what. Uh, unless you're deaf, then nothing goes in. <laughs> <laughs>